1: The earliest books of the scriptures weren't given to man until many years after Abraham's death. And yet, as God's model of faith, Abraham did live his life based on God's word. How? Because God spoke to Abraham personally. It's easy to think that if God spoke to you personally, that it wouldn't be very difficult to believe and obey. But God didn't speak to Abraham every day. In fact, years would pass in between the times that Abraham would receive new instructions from the Lord. And a person's mind can play a lot of tricks on them over the course of years. Even if you write the words down, after a while, the doubts can creep in. Did you write that down right? Has God forgotten about you since He told you that? Have you stayed on track with God? Did God actually speak to you that day, years ago? Our minds can really mess with us. You and I can get a fresh dose of truth every morning from God's written word. But Abraham often operated for years based on that last spoken message from God. When Abraham was 75 years old, God spoke to him and gave him the message that would direct his path for years to come. The essence of that message was, I will make of thee a great nation. Wow, that's huge. That's where God's taking me. That's my great purpose. God's going to make of me a great nation. Yes, there are a lot of questions how is God going to do this? What's my role going to be? But Abraham entrusted all the questions to the Lord, and he operated for years on his word, I will make of thee a great nation. After about 10 years of pondering every which way God's initial promise, with what seemed to be no progress towards the goal, Abraham was talking to God one day, and he said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me? Seeing I go childless, And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. Behold, to me thou hast given no seed. And lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Abraham was trying to figure out how God was going to get him to, I will make of thee a great nation. And he reminded the Lord that legally his servant Eliezer could be his heir, since Abraham had no children of his own. Lord, is that how you're going to take me to, I will make of thee a great nation? In answering Abraham, God gave him an additional word for him to put his faith in. This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. This was the first time God had stated that. God would make a great nation out of Abraham's own offspring. This was a new piece of the puzzle. God was going to make a great nation out of Abraham, and he was going to use his own physical descendant to do it. This gave Abraham so much more to ponder, to believe, and to let guide him forward. Evidently, at some point, Abraham shared this new word from God with his wife, Sarah. Because it wasn't long before this detail of, He that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir, moved Sarah to present an idea to Abraham. Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. Having a son by their Egyptian servant was, of course, not God's plan. It was Sarah's idea. But Abraham went along with it. Sarah's maid Hagar gave birth to a son. And for the next 12 years, Abraham proceeded on the assumption that this son Ishmael was the way that God would fulfill, I will make of thee a great nation, and He that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Then when Abraham was 99 years old, God spoke to him once again, and he told him that his 90-year-old wife, Sarah, was going to give birth to a son. Abraham fell on his face laughing. He told the Lord, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. Abraham still thought that Ishmael was the game plan, but God said that no, Sarah would have a son. And then God said, Thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. More clarity for Abraham to put his faith in. After Isaac was born, Ishmael was seen mocking Sarah and her baby. So Sarah went to Abraham and said, Hagar and her son have to go. This grieved Abraham. But the Lord confirmed to him that Sarah was right. And God gave Abraham the final word in this great puzzle. In Isaac shall thy seed be called. Abraham clung to that statement. He pondered it for years, considering every implication of, in Isaac shall thy seed be called. So much so that when Isaac was a young man, and God commanded Abraham to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice to the Lord, Abraham didn't hesitate. He knew that God's words, in Isaac shall thy seed be called, meant that Isaac must live. So even if Abraham did take his life, God would have to raise him from the dead in order to keep his word, in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Abraham lived his life clinging to God's word in faith and obedience. Christian, the Lord wants you and me to cling to his word